What's going on, guys? And welcome to episode 33 of Calling All Crap Beer. My name is Luke. I am your host. And man, I am, uh, I'm here. <laughs> it has been a crazy few, few weeks when it comes to brews, man. I don't even know where to begin. I have so many left over from Canada that I want to talk about, but I think it requires its own episode. So what I think we're going to do is kind of dive into the last week, go over some great stuff that I've gotten from some of my buddies over in Cali. I have a good friend of mine, Ross, out in Minnesota that sent me a bomb. It's just been insane, uh, the amount of brewers that have come through in the last few weeks, and I'm just... I'm blessed. I don't even know what else to say about it. And uh, if you hear some craziness in the background, I don't know why, but I want to try something out. I listened to another podcast where they kind of had a movie playing in the background, and it kind of just gave some dramatic background noise and was kind of cool. So you may randomly hear points of Dark Phoenix playing in the background. It'd be kind of cool. I'm still going to add my uh, porn music, as my good buddy Drew Pretzel Pro is out in Cali, likes to call it. So... It's been cool, man. It's been uh, just been super enjoyable in terms of brews. There's so much stuff that's been going on. Like, uh, you know, know, if you listen to last week's episode, which we're so damn close to 1,000 plays, man. It was like 890 as of today. Pardon me. And um, just trying to get back on track. You know, from before the summer when I took that little hiatus, we were up around 15 to 1,700 plays per episode. And we've yet to hit a thousand since we've been back. So I've just been pushing, trying to get to that thousand mark to really develop that uh, that listener base. So just want to really push that. So right now, just to kind of dive into what I'm drinking right now, I just cracked open a stupid good. This is a single IPA from Drastic Measures Brewing out in Wadena, Minnesota. And what's really cool about beers like this is I really enjoy it when a beer has like a saying on the can. So I'm going to read this to you. It says, Drastic Times called for it, which is Drastic Measures Brewery. When the world seems to be at its worst, beer seems to taste the best. At least that's our take. Here at Drastic Measures, we've been busy brewing the kind of beer we love, and we're pretty damn pretty darn confident that you'll love it too so when the world knocks you down pick yourself up dust yourself off and grab a pint glass or drink it straight from the can hey it's your beer and you've earned it brewed and packaged by drastic measures brewing company with dina minnesota and it just you know cool stuff like that that breweries actually take the time to do is pretty cool the can's kind of neat it's like a fence and it just says ipa and then i have another one called ill intent that's a double ipa from kind of the same series so this one i believe I think this is like a 6.8. I'm going to have to look it up real quick um, because it does not say on the can exactly what it is. So I'm going to look at this one real quick and see. Stupid good, stupid good. Where are we at here? So stupid good. Yeah, it's a 6.6% ABV, 60 IBU. As of right now, I mean, it has the, the, it's got American and Australian hops, it says. The nose is citrusy. I kind of get a grapefruity, you know, kind of smell from the nose. It's got a nice head on it, and it lingered for a bit. I mean, I've had the glass sitting there for a while. The haze is significant. I mean, it doesn't label it as a New England, but this is absolutely hazy. I mean, this has that nice, luscious, orange, you know, almost juicy-esque haze. Wow. That is delicious. I 
don't even know what to make of it. Um, it has definitely got a lot of layers, a lot of flavors. Um, I, I don't know. I'm a... I'm kind of wondering what I got here. It's probably going to take a little bit more. It's definitely juicy. Has a nice hop hop bite to it. It's citrusy. Of course, it's hazy. A little bit of pine, but not too piney. It's not West Coast straight up. Mm. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, it really is... It really is delicious, and I guess it's more citrus than anything else. So, and uh, but I really do enjoy it, and I'm topping off my can here right now. So, I like this man. This is a, definitely a very good brew, and I'm, I'll finish this off as I'm talking with you. It's got 841 check-ins and an average rating of 4.25, which is pretty damn good. So I'm looking forward to finishing this bad boy. I'm reading a couple of the reviews here that are saying that kind of the last batch was a little bit better than this one. Mine was actually 8.15. This one says, okay, it says the 10.2 batch was better. So mine's a little bit older. Mine's back from August. I got this from Ross out in Minnesota. and But I'm enjoying it. I mean... That's a damn good brew. You guys would definitely enjoy this. So if you get a chance to hit Drastic Measures Brewery out in Minnesota, or if you find some cans of this stuff, definitely hit it up. It's a very, very, very good brew. I've actually come to a point where this movie has gotten a little too loud, so I'm going to go ahead and turn this down a tad so it doesn't take up too much airplay in the background. So let's get into the last week of brews. Now, the last week of brews has been pretty amazing, like I said. Got some good stuff here, and I want to start off with... Just a phenomenal one for my buddy Drew. Pretzel Pros out in Cali. Dudes from the L.A. area. And uh, we've already done an entire show dedicated to myself and Drew and New Glory Craft Brewery, which is in Sacramento. And uh, so he shot me out a Do You Even Mosaic, bro. This is a American IPA, 6.8% ABV, non-existent IBU. Um, it is. It was very clear. It was... Just a pure mosaic beer. So it has that earthy grassiness to it that comes along with mosaic hops. Like a dankness to it. Just extremely good. It was a little bit different than your standard mosaic. Now what I mean by that is when a lot of the mosaic forward brews that I've had or mosaic single hop brews that I've had have more of a have a deeper dankness to them that also that almost gives it like a dirty taste if that makes sense and dirty not in a bad way dirty as if almost like a like as in you would say like a dirty martini but obviously not olive juice or whatever you know it, it's it's really hard for me to like pinpoint exactly the flavor but this one was brighter and had a little bit more bitterness to it almost like a mosaic a west coast ipa pure mosaic so just really, really good. I rated it a 4.0 on tap. Loved it. It was absolutely amazing. Was super appreciative of Drew for send, sending that bad boy out to me. And then next on the list, we had Relax. It's just the Hazy IPA from Offshoot Beer Company. Now, from what I understand, I believe that Offshoot is a either a derivative or like a sister company to the brewery, um, which a lot of you will know for some of their crazy stouts. Um, stuff that we've reviewed in the past, you know, coconut macaroons and things like that. This is a New England, 
It's a, a single New England, 6.8% ABV with a non-existent IBU. It has a very, very, very much um, grapefruit-esque kind of color. It's very similar to the beer that I'm drinking right now. It, it, is a, it is a solid haze. There's no, you know, no uh, translucentness to it, you know, so to speak. I mean, it's definitely nothing you can see through. Mm. Damn, I'm really enjoying this uh, this uh, stupid good from Drastic Measures. Absolutely fantastic brew. So the Relax is just a hazy IPA. It's a very good haze, nice and juicy, had a fruity aroma with a smooth hop finish. Now, I didn't find this to be anything crazy to write home about, but it was definitely a good overall brew. It was one of those brewers that you could hit up your local watering hole, you know, have a couple of these, be satisfied. It has a nice juicy flavor to it. Kind of from the haze, I expected it to have a little bit of a creamier mouthfeel, and it was kind of uh, kind of on the thin side, but it was but it was still a good brew overall. Rated a three point seven five on Untapped. Definitely enjoyed it, and would definitely do it again. So I would encourage you guys if you get a chance to pick up a relax. It's just a hazy IPA from Offshoot Brewing, Offshoot Beer Company. Go ahead and do so. So. Next on the list, we had Device Brewing Company, What the Haze. This is a New England IPA, 6.5% ABV, 30 IBU. This one was, how can I put it? It, it, uh, it had a really dank aroma, meaning it kind of had like that like pungent aroma. You know what I mean? Like it had a pungent smell to it and uh, had a nice juicy flavor, pineapple on the palate, and I just... I enjoyed it. I, you know, it, it wasn't something that, again, it was didn't knock my socks off, but it was a good overall solid brew. And I think nowadays, you know, it's it's tough because you've either got brewers that are horrible, solid, or fantastic. You know, we don't. There's not a lot of. I don't think you get a lot of in between nowadays. Meaning, you know, when when you when you rate a beer from one to five. I think you've got a lot of like 4.5s to 5s. Then you've got a lot of like 3.5, 3.75s, or it's junk. And and a lot of times with, with newer beers, what I'm finding is that they're not necessarily junk made. A lot of times what's happening is with distribution or time, whatever else, you know, unfortunately some beers are just going bad. And I think a lot of breweries now are going for that whole fresh hop deal. And with too much time these brews are going bad and they're sitting on the shelf so you're getting a variant of it that's just not giving you they're not getting a fair shake which is a, a term i used last week when i talked about um spanish marie which i will give them a little shout out here because dude i've noticed over the last week that they've been putting out some crazy brews so i'm excited to go back down there in the next few weeks and I check them out and see what's going on because i've seen some really cool brews pop up you know, on my Instagram feed and stuff like that from them over the last week. So I'm excited to get back down there and really give them a fair go. But uh, Device Brewing, again, you know, what the haze, very good New England. Something that I would definitely encourage everybody, if you have a chance to give it a try, check it out. I definitely enjoyed it. So then we're going to hit back. The next one on the list was Intergalactic Warrior. Now, Toppling Goliath has been at the top of my list for a while. Ever since my first round with King Sue, which was a brew that I got from a buddy of mine out in Chicago, and uh, a lot of you guys out there know King Sue. King, you know, you're not a stranger to Toppling Goliath, King Sue, Pseudo Sue, Pompeii. Um, 
double dry hop pseudo sue a king you know toppling goliath is not a stranger in terms of the craft brew scene and king sue is like one of the genuine kings of craft brew right now i mean i think this is a brew that you're talking about a brew that has like you know, 42,000 check-ins on Untapped and still has over a 4.0 rating, which is absolutely fantastic. You know, hazy New England-style double IPA, 7.8% ABV. But with Intergalactic Warrior, it's kind of, it was a um, a 6.2% single American-style IPA. It has a bit of a haze to it, a little bit, a little bit tropical. What I've noticed is with, at least with the, the Toppling Goliath brews that I have, that they all kind of err on the side of tropical, which is fantastic. You know, it just had like a nice, fresh, clean feeling to it. Nice and crushable. I could have definitely drank 25 of these Intergalactic Warriors. And uh, very, very good brew overall. Not a lot of aroma that I got from it. But uh, but it, it definitely, you know, made up for that in flavor. I rated it a 4.0 on untapped. Definitely above average in terms of just an IPA in general. And I would encourage you guys to give it a shot. The can is awesome. It has like a, a, like a female warrior on it that just makes you want to like, you know, just drink it even more because it's a female warrior on the can. I mean, come on, guys, let's go. So, moving on. And like I said, guys, this has been a very brew forward last couple weeks. So, I'm going to go through these brews rather quickly, give you guys kind of the rundown on them, and then we'll talk about some cool things that, that are coming up. Next one on the list is another one. Um, the Intergalactic Warrior I actually got from my buddy Ross out in Minnesota. The Hop Revolt is the next one, which is another device brewing company brew. This came from Drew Pretzel Pros out in L.A. Awesome. 8% ABV, double IPA. And, you know, it was, of the ones that he sent, it was not my favorite. But it was a good overall brew again, like a nice solid brew, something that you could drink more than once, something that would be like a good go-to. Mm. Pardon me. Don't want to let that uh, stupid good get too cold before I finish it. So again, 8%, super hoppy and piney, West Coast IPA, brisk and delicious, just had, you know, a good overall solid feel to it. And, uh... It kind of, you know, it just hit me like a like a nice West Coast style IPA. I mean, it, it was it was really good and just had a good overall flavor. And the reason why I rate brews like that when I say they're really good and I rate them a three point seven five out of five is because there's nothing about it that puts it over the top that makes me want to give it something extra. But a three point seven five to me is like, damn, that's a good drinkable brew. I could easily sit down and have five or six of those, be happy. And anytime I rate anything above a three in my personal opinion, is something that I would definitely have again. So I definitely encourage you guys, if you have the opportunity to check out Hop Revolt from Device Brewing Company, get on it, because it is definitely a damn good brew. So then we got Retreat. This is a hazy double IPA from Offshoot Beer Company in partnership, like I said, with the brewery. This is an 8.6% ABV double, non-existent IBU. I rated this one a 3.75 as well. It was tropical, was smooth, it had a nice fluffiness to it. It was definitely a good brew overall. I definitely think I liked Retreat a little bit better. I just think the flavor profile was a little bit better on the Retreat. The, I mean, I'm sorry, on, uh, uh, crap, what's the other one's name? Don't shoot me. The other one is Relax, sorry. I definitely like Relax a little bit better. Retreat was good. But I think Relax just edged it out just a tad. I rated them both exactly the same, 3.75. But I think that the edge, like if I had to say Retreat, I mean, Relax probably got like a 3.8. Retreat was a 3.65, so to speak. So they were just barely, 
you know, uh, ahead of each other. Nice haze to it. Just like I said, nice and tropical, smooth. It had the, the thing that I liked about the retreat versus the relax was that the retreat definitely had a little bit more fluffiness to it in terms of mouthfeel. But the flavor profile was better with relax. But definitely a good brew. If you get an opportunity to check that one out, do so. On to another one for my buddy Ross out in Minnesota. Zombie Dust. So Zombie Dust is a brew that I've wanted to try for a long time. I'm in a uh, beer group on Facebook called Crap Brew Junkies, and these guys are always, like, it's like a go-to beer for them, especially guys out on the West Coast, Central Central United States. They're always hitting it up. You know, I'm seeing guys drinking it, like, every weekend. Zombie Dust, Zombie Dust, Zombie Dust. You know, it's like the Pliny of, like, uh, the Pliny of, like, uh, Three Floyds, you know, which is the brewing company that actually puts it out. It did not disappoint. I mean, it's a it's a mild. Uh, they don't even call it an IPA. It's a pale ale, six point two percent ABV. The IBU is fifty, so it definitely has a little bit more bitterness to it. I just enjoyed it. I mean, West Coast style IPA is what I got from it. Piney, hoppy, absolutely delicious. It very much reminded me of like a little bit lighter version of like Piney, you know. And I, and I just I was very very happy with it. I rated this one a 4.25 out of 5 on Untapped, and it was it was a, absolutely an above average, you know, West Coast style IPA for me. Loved it. Would definitely love to have it again. And if you guys get a chance to try Zombie Dust from Three Floyd's Brewing, Three Floyd's Brewing Company, jump on that stuff because it was absolutely fantastic. So another one from my buddy Ross out in Minnesota, Super Sumo, which is another toppling Goliath Brewing Company brew. This is a 7.8% double IPA, very similar to King Sue and those. It's 100 IBU, which I did not get that. And let me explain why. Because with this one, it was the thing that separated it from King Sue, I think, is that King Sue is a little bit juicier. This one was a very, was very tropical, but had a dry finish. And that dryness is what differentiates it from like King Sue. But I enjoyed it. And I didn't get a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I didn't really get that 100 IBU. I didn't get that much bitterness or that much, you know, I, I don't, and maybe it's just my palate is, is different from others, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I rated it a 4.0 on untapped. Again, you know, right on par with uh, Galactic Warrior. And I think I rated King Sue. I want to say King Sue was a 5.0 because it was just one of those that was like bang, or 4.5 it might have been. But just slightly less than King Sue, and I definitely enjoyed it. think it was fantastic. I actually got in a conversation with whoever runs the social media for Toppling Goliath on the Calling All Craft Beer account. And we kind of went back and forth, and we were talking about, you know, brewers and stuff, and they were asking me what I thought about certain things and if I'd had King Sue and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, I actually absolutely have. And they were telling me about Sousa, I think, is, uh, is one that they're kind of – you know, heavy into right now, and it's one that I haven't had, so I'm really hoping that I can get my hands on one of those sometime soon. But Super Sumo, the can is awesome. You know, I mean, you got a can with a with a, a sumo wrestler on it. You just, you know, you got to love it. And it was absolutely a fantastic brew. So, guys, if you get your get an opportunity to, to get your hands on Super Sumo from Toppling Goliath, please hit it, hammer at home. Absolutely fantastic. There's a couple that I'm going to skip that are just like basic brews, and I'm going to jump right into the the release from Tripping Animals this past week. So there was a there was a release from Tripping Animals on Wednesday. They released two beers. They released a Taking Flight 
2.0, which is actually a collaboration between tripping animals and unseen creatures brewing and blending. Unseen Creatures is a South Florida brewery that has not yet opened. They are, they've been making beer, they've been at events, they've been doing all kinds of stuff, but they haven't actually opened their brewery yet. And I'll tell you what, this is a, they call it a New England IPA. It's an oat, I don't want to call it an oat cream IPA because it's not an oat cream IPA, but they use oats in it, and which gives it a significant creaminess over a lot of other IPAs. Now, to me, I, I definitely feel like my first sampling of this, that it could have used a little bit more time to, to rest a bit to kind of hit that sweet spot. But, guys, I mean, creamy, light mouthfeel, slightly bitter with a hoppy finish, and it only got better as you drank it, even with a little bit of temperature, as it, it kind of, as it warmed, and obviously warming, meaning not warming to like room temperature or anything like that, but a slightly warmer than being ice cold, it actually got better with a little bit of temperature, and it just has an elegant nose. I mean, the nose, it just has like this creamy hoppiness to it that just draws you in, almost like a floral aroma, and it was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed this brew, 4.0 on untapped. I and I and I believe that now that I have a few in the fridge that have had time to rest a little bit, I guarantee you that my second one is going to be even better. And I got to be careful with these because I promised these to some people, so I may end up having to hit up Tripping Animals again this week and try to pick up some more because I'm at the point where I'm running out of beer, and it's hard not to drink good beer. But I promised things to people, and I got some bombs that need to go out, so I really need to hold on to this stuff and not, you know, not drink it, so to speak. It's showtime especially, man. It's showtime. The Burliner from Trippin' Animals, 6% ABV, peach, pineapple, and honey. <sighs> that beer is like, it's growing on me. The more I drink it and the more I have, I've had of it, I actually went back and got another four-pack when I picked up the Taking Flight and Caballo Viejo which is Old Horse, basically, from Trippin' Animals as well this week, I I just really, I'm going to go back, and I really hope they have more, because it was, it's just fantastic. I mean, one of those brews that I'm like, damn, I can't believe this is like a small batch. Like, I really wish that this was something I could get my hands on regularly. So, Taking Flight 2.0, going back to that one. New England-style IPA from Trippin' Animals and Unseen Creatures. Absolutely fantastic. If you can get your hands on that bad boy somehow, do it. And then the second one round of the uh, the release from Trippin' Animals was Caballo Viejo, which is Old Horse. This is a collaboration between Trippin' Animals Brewing and Severceria Malafama from Uruguay, which is pretty damn awesome that they're like collabing with a brewery from Uruguay. This is an 8% double IPA, double New England style IPA. I rated this one a 4.25. It's slightly edged out, taking flight 2.0. Just super earthy, tropical notes, and a nice citrus bite. It's not, I mean, it, they call it a double New England, but it's not as hazy as the Taking Flight. It is hazy, but it, the color is different. It's more of a golden hue with a little, like, with a, a little bit of transparency versus the Taking Flight being completely translucent or completely opaque and not having any, you know, light being able to get through it. But... Caballo Viejo, again, I believe with a little bit more time, a little bit more time to rest and just kind of settle as a brew, it's going to get even better. Can't wait to try it again with a brew that I've had, you know, for a little while and go from there. But absolutely fantastic. Trippin' Animals is just fire, dude. They they literally are just continuing to impress. 
and continuing to release fantastic brews that are only getting better with time. So I'm just that they're definitely my my love brewery right now in South Florida. So I'm uh, I'm really 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 enjoying these guys. So let's jump into another one from my buddy Ross out in Minnesota, Aeon Cocoa Almond Coffee Imperial Stout. This one's from Omnipolo. It's a pastry stout, 11% ABV. And you know what? I mean, it was fantastic. Very nice, coffee forward, you know, just a good, nice, smooth mouthfeel. It's a little bit on the thin side, but it was absolutely fantastic. A little bit of sweetness with a nice, you know, bitterness, bitter finish. 4.01 untapped. And uh, it's actually canned and released by Dorchester Brewing Company, but it's an Omnipolo brew. So absolutely fantastic. Really enjoyed that. You know, 4.0 is a little bit on the low end for me for a stout that I like. But I did like this one a lot. And I think that uh, I think with the opportunity to try it again and let it warm a little bit more, I probably would have rated it slightly higher. I think I drank it a little bit too cold. So... Next one is called Skull. This is from the Brewing Project. This is a New England-style pale ale. It's a 5.5% ABV, very light brew. Tropical aroma, dank and earthy with a nice hoppy flavor. Rated this one a 3.75 on Untapped. The can is badass. You know, it has like a really cool Skull logo on it. And uh, I enjoyed it. You know, it, this brewery is out of uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Super good. Again, just one of those brews that you could drink multiple times. And just enjoy every single time. Mm. Nice. This brew is like fantastic. And it's like holding the temperature, which is fantastic. So here's a badass one. This is the last of the new New Glory Crap Brewery beers that I got from Drew, my buddy out in L.A. And it's called, it's a stout, an imperial stout. It's called Don't Get It Twisted. 13.9% ABV. This is a chocolate pretzel stout, and guys, fuck, just phenomenal, phenomenal brew, absolutely delicious, salty, chocolatey, with a bruisey, with a boozy but bready finish, the nose is insane, it's like sniffing a bag of chocolate pretzels, I, I don't even have anything bad to say about this beer, I mean, it was absolutely phenomenal, fantastic, Rated this a 4.5 on Untapped, so it didn't quite hit the 5.0 marker. I think if it had been a little bit sweeter for me, I would have. It would have definitely been a 5.0. But I think what happened is the saltiness kind of edged out the sweetness, and although the balance was fantastic and it worked for me, I could see where some people would probably think the saltiness is a little odd and they would want a little bit more sweetness to it, but. It was just fantastic. I mean, and it's a limited batch. You know, the can actually says on it, only available in the tap room, no distribution. So, Drew, dude, you are amazing. Thank you so much for sending me this because I couldn't have got it anywhere else. And it was absolutely fan-friggin-tastic. I enjoyed every sip of that beer. It was so good. And I actually had some Philly pretzels here to eat with it. And, I mean, I was just blown away. So, last one on the list, tons of brews, like I said. Bell's Brewery, Double Two-Hearted Imperial IPA. It's 11% ABV, double IPA, which, you know, to most standards right now, this is a triple IPA, but labeled as a double. Um, Now, I rated this a 3.5, and let me explain to you why. 
I've had Bell's regular two-hearted, and it's a good beer. But I don't know why. Uh, it was malty, and it kind of had a sweet, hoppy finish. But it, ta- it here's the hard part for me. It tasted old, and it wasn't. This is a beer that was brewed, like, all joking aside, um... All joking aside, it was, um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it was bottled in August, and it just tasted old. I don't I don't know why. You know what I mean? It was frustrating. And, you know, uh, I don't know. It was just, you know, one of those things that, I was frustrated by because I really wanted to enjoy that beer, but it just didn't do it for me. 3.5 on untapped. It was, you know, it's worthwhile. 11% ABV. It wasn't terrible. It didn't taste bad. And I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know, when a, when a IPA especially is old, you kind of, it mutes the flavors. You don't get a lot of anything from it. And that's kind of what I felt like from the double too hard. it kind of just had like a hoppy, maltiness to it but i didn't get a whole lot more there was no other flavors you know and i don't know if that's how it's intended to be but if that's the case it just didn't do it for me from a flavor perspective so eh is what it is you know i i just i was bummed because i expected a little bit more from it and it just didn't hit home for me so the uh i was bummed but those are the brews for the week and uh Rosie, get out of here. My dog is just like waking up over here. She was sleeping on the couch, and now all of a sudden she's interested in what I'm doing, and she's sniffing my beer can and checking me out like, hey, what's going on? So the uh, so what's been really cool about this week, too, is I've, I've gotten a couple guys that have reached out to me on CBJ, Crap Brew Junkies on Facebook, the group that I'm part of, that are really, Trippin' Animals is really starting to catch on with other people across the United States. They're starting to hear about it. There were some guys that were out at the corn maze event for 450 North in Indiana that got to taste some of the tripping animal stuff, and they were like, dude, we got to get more of this brewery. So I've been getting hit up by people because I'm in South Florida, and they're like, dude, if you're near tripping animals, can we get some of this? Can we get some of that? So I've got some trades lined up with some guys for tripping animals, and I'm really excited to, you know, I'm really excited, too, to get some slushies from 450, which I've had a few in the past, you know, um, Phoenix Tears, which was their, one of their quadruple IPAs, 12% ABV back in the day was one of my favorite beers earlier this year, not back in the day, but, um, but their slushies have only continued to come up, and now they're to the point where they're releasing, like, the XXLs, which are, like, 10% ABV, and these, you know, I have yet to have anybody who's had one come forward and said that they're no good. So I'm looking forward to definitely getting my hands on some 450 North stuff in exchange for some tripping animals. And I have a buddy that I'm actually meeting up at Civil Society in West Palm Beach this weekend who picked up a couple four-packs of Bahama Strong for me, um, which is the collaboration brew between Three Sons, Civil Society, 
uh, Jay Wakefield and Trippin' Animals that all the proceeds go to benefit the people in the Bahamas who were hit by Hurricane Dorian. So I definitely wanted to be, not only did I want to give to that, but I, you know, I wanted to be able to share some of those brews and send them out to people across the United States. And I actually plan on bringing a couple hidden in my suitcase to a buddy of mine up in, uh, Rob, up in Canada when I go, when I go away next week to, um, give him the opportunity to try it out as well. And he just had a birthday, so I kind of want to bring him some birthday brews. So I'm excited for that. And I'm also going to pick up some Camo, which is a double IPA that Civil Society just put out as well. So super excited. Um, my plan for tomorrow is to hit up Trippin' I mean, to hit up Tarpon River in Fort Lauderdale and pick up some beers from them, pick up some cans, because that's going to be part of the trades that I do over the next few days with some buddies before I head out of town. So I'm just... You know, super excited. Looking forward to. Um, I actually head out to Dubai tomorrow for a um, just some work that I'm doing with a marketing company over there that has to do with some trailers for movies and videos that are coming out, which is going to be really cool. Then I get back in town, and uh, that's later tomorrow after I go to Trippin' Animal or Tarpon River and do what I need to do, and then I had get back into town on Friday. And then uh, turn around and get right back out of town on Sunday. So I got a couple things lined up over the weekend, Friday and Saturday. And then Sunday morning, I take off again and head back out of town again. So life is definitely good right now, man. Brew life is good. I'm getting a little fat because I haven't been able to keep up with, like, the gym stuff, even though I've been going as much as I possibly can. But I'm definitely seeing the pounds not going away. Um, I'm not gaining any weight, but I haven't lost anything. Sadly, and you know, it's just because the balance isn't there. You know, I'm drinking a lot of beer, but I'm working out, but I'm just kind of maintaining versus losing weight, which is what I really want to do. So, at the end of the day, it is what it is. I'm super excited to uh, share the next couple weeks with you guys because things are only going to get better as we go through the holidays. And then, what's really cool, we have coming up, it's actually an event um, that I want to tell you guys about that Calling All Craft Beer will be a sponsor for. This is. The it's the Brews at the Beach Beer Festival. It's in Fort on Fort Lauderdale Beach in Fort Lauderdale, and this thing takes place on December seventh. It's at Fort Lauderdale Beach at Sunrise Boulevard in A one A. It'll have live entertainment, artisan vendors, food vendors, and they're hoping to have about a hundred breweries from all over the United States. Now, as of right now, what I've seen on the list. I'll name some names for you guys, brewery-wise. We got Abita, um, American Craft Ale Works, American Icon Brewery, Anchor Brewing, Babe, Big Storm Brewing Company, Big Top Brewing Company, Blue Point Brewing Company, Brewing Life Kombucha, Broski Cider Works, Castle Church Brewing, Concrete Beach Brewing, Brewery, Crazy Uncle Mike's, Descarga Brewing Company, Ellipsis Brewing, Florida Beer Company, Florida Keys Brewing Company, Funky Buddha, Golden Road Brewing, Gulf String Brewing, Hollywood Brewing, Holy Macro, Isla Mirada Beer Company, Kona Brewing Company, Lauderdale, Lauderdale Brewery and Taproom, Misfits Brewing Company, New Ground, Sapporo, SFL Hops, Snake Venom, South Beach Brewing Company, Sun King Brewing Company, Taylor May Brewing Company, The Keg King, The Tank Brewing Company, The Weed Reaper, Unibrow, Vesa Sur Brewing Company, Vice City Brewing, Walking Tree Brewery, and Winwood Brewing is what's on the list so far. And I'm really hoping that that gets expanded to include some more of South Florida's just premier breweries like Jay Wakefield, Trippin' Animals, Tarpon River, Invasive Species. You know, there's quite a few breweries that are out there that I would really love to see as a part of this. 
And you can follow them. It's at Brewers Beach, B-R-E-W-S Beach. And it's going to give you all the information about the event with the link to pick up tickets, all that cool stuff. And if you pay attention to Calling All Craft Beer, we'll actually be doing a giveaway for tickets coming up here shortly on our Instagram account. So follow us at Calling All Craft Beer on Instagram. Guys, I'm Luke. This has been episode 33. Cheers.